right? right? Um, right. It's going to happen in God's timing. And I need you to reassure me that. Okay? Right. Like, I don't need to be the one telling you it's okay that I'm single. <laughs> right. I'm going to take one, baby. <laughs> oh, I can start it off, I guess. I can start it off. <laughs> okay, you start it off. There you roll. All right, y'all. Hey, we are on the Take One podcast. I have Sir G here. I also have, you already know, he already brought the word this weekend. Mm. <laughs> Took hey, us man. to the crowd hall. Hey, <laughs> I also have Justice Locke. She's been a member of our church for a while. And Justice, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your job, but also your other job? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I work in lovely corporate America and mm-hmm. Uh, where I'm a contract compliance analyst is not as uh, is not as uh, I guess special as what it sounds, and I also am the CEO and president of an organization called Beam. Um, okay. Beam stands for Black Evangelical Alliance Movement, and so in Beam, what we do uh, essentially is we try to uplift Black people in general with the focus right now of black women just to show them and to um, embrace who they are mm. who the Lord say they are and not what the world say who they are and so that's what our mission is right. and what we do follow us on Instagram at beam be the light beam uh, this, on Instagram this podcast isn't for you to shout out the spotlight uh, well, it kind of is. if there's an opportunity I'm gonna take it let's, I mean, let's be honest <laughs> I want our people to know what our <laughs> right. members are doing. I just want to, you, you know, know, the church is supporting me right yeah, now. You're so right, you're right. I got to, you know. I, that's great, but uh, can you just even talk a little bit more? And I want to hear more, too, just about why this special emphasis on the need to uplift black women. Yeah, definitely. So right now, I just feel like, not, not even right now, I guess, just in general, like black women, um, especially black women who love the Lord, is extremely hard for us to kind of live in this world. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, you know, around us, we're constantly being told, like, we're this, we're that, we're this, or we got to be this way, we got to be that way. We got to fit into this mode of who a Christian is supposed to be. But sometimes that Christian is is molded as looking as a white woman it's like well i'm not a white woman so how do i embrace who i am as a black woman and also love the lord and i think one of the things that our goal especially during this time is we're trying to break down is like i can i can amplify myself as being a black woman and a christian at the same time because the lord created me and because the lord created me to be a black woman i can embrace being a black woman i can proudly say i am a black woman who loved the lord and so that's what essentially why the need for beam exists to uplift black women to show them like you can you can own who you are because the lord created you so yeah um sir g is hating a little bit but y'all really do check out <laughs> <Be the Light laughs> yes. beam. i have been blessed by their ministry for sure yes. um, and also we have artez here he is our pastoral resident you want to say anything else about you also have another job side job can you tell us a little bit about that as well to my uh, building black yeah dads. yeah building up black dads um that's been a thing i started uh, about a month ago so i was excited about it and similar to justice uh just highlighting black dads um just trying to create a a movement a network for us to be mutual resources and uh it's a lot to to be learned you know and uh i've been encouraged by the response and who knows where it's gonna go from here but just praying that it will continue to be a blessing to other young black dads or even expecting yeah. uh, black dads as well. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah, we always want to share like what the people in our body are doing so we can support 
Um, and just also so we know <laughs> what's going on. We're so uh, isolated right now. Yeah. We right. want to know what everybody's doing. Right. Um, so before you get to be a dad, you are single. Good segue. And yeah, I'm going to bring in something Justin said about God creating us a certain way. But um, yeah, so today we're talking about singleness. You know, this weekend is Valentine's Day. And so we thought it would be fun to just talk about singleness and the church. It is. It's uh, always a fun thing to talk <laughs> the, about singleness. Yeah, because, you know, the church church does well at some things and not so good at other things when it comes to supporting singles. Uh, just so we know everybody's uh, status here. So I'm engaged. Wow. Sergi is married. Been married for how many years, Sergi? Man. Who, who keeps count when you live your best <laughs> life? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh, Jay, four I hope you're not listening. Four, <laughs> yeah, no, right. So, four years. Just as my girl is single. Uh, happily. Happily single. single. <laughs> Amen. Come on, happily. Because, okay, let me not go. Let me not go in yet. And Artez has been married for seven beautiful, seven beautiful wonderful years. Good job, Artez. Their wives are listening. Man. <laughs> No, I love my Good wife. Job. Shout out to Ebony. I love her. Shout out to Ev. She does my hair too. Yes, mine too. <laughs> Can I do a plug in? No. <laughs> Go see Ebony, y'all. Right. Salon de Coop. But yeah, so I just have some questions here. We're going to kind of just go down and and talk about it real quick. So, one, the first thing I want to talk about is just like, what are some of the unique joys and challenges of singleness during quarantine? I guess this is for Justice and I. So, Justice, I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, I'll start with challenges. Honestly, if I could just be honest, like, some of the challenges is like, I see everyone around me getting engaged, (laughs) married, in relationships, and I'm like, dang, did I drink from the wrong water? (laughs) Like, what's happening right now? Um, But it it may be a challenge just because I can fall into the lie of thinking like, oh, like, maybe I'm not called to marriage, or, which could very much so be true, but also just like, if everyone's around me doing it, like, why, you know, why is it not happening for me? But but I do think I can also celebrate um, that, which is also being a joy of like being single and getting to talk to people who are in um, when that's like happening for them. I get to celebrate and enjoy that for them because this is something that they wanted and I uh, I can celebrate. <laughs> and so that's like the challenge, I guess, ultimately is like, I mean, there's a lot of people around me, you know, it seems like it's closing in, but it's not really closing in on me. Um, but I can find joy and knowing like this is something that they want. This is something that we prayed for for some of my closest friends like I think in the past since the pandemic hit I've seen like maybe over 10 people um whether some very close some not like get engaged and I'm like dang like this is like an every week thing like (laughs) what's going on in a pandemic right and so um so yeah that that, that's what I would say the joys and challenges of it yeah, so I think for me, uh, I'll say the joy, like, yes, I did get it. I'm one of those. those <laughs> <laughs> I did get engaged during uh, quarantine. I think I did start, I, I, w- I became his friend before quarantine. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just like, oh, you got a quarantine, babe. I'm just <laughs> like, actually, we were friends before then. We were actually dating before then. We mm-hmm. just didn't, you know, blast our, our business out there. <laughs> but anyway, I think that has been a joy. Um, I don't mind sharing my age. I am 31 years old. And so I do remember kind of like watching everybody. I feel like around like 25, mm-hmm. all my friends started to get engaged and married mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was just like, so uh, the Lord, like looking at my watch, like, so uh, you see me here, right? I see you, you see me. Um, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie and say like, it's been a joyous time. I think the reason that I'm also 
celebrating right now and I think able to appreciate singleness more is because I know that I'm getting ready to have to live with somebody mm-hmm. in just a few months and a man at that and so <laughs> no shade to men but just I know it's different so um, I think now I'm just like let me appreciate the fact that I could just go home and eat cereal if yeah. I want to you know and that's like, awesome <laughs> I would definitely say that's a joy too like I have roommates but they're all women and so it's just like oh I don't have to deal with a yeah, man all day yeah. no offense to the men but no. yeah but just for real like let, let me appreciate um and I don't have children yet you know what I'm saying right, so right. like um I can go on this driving trip real quick I know we're in COVID but I can drive somewhere and just mm. get up and go with two weeks notice you know mm. the freedom that that brings the 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 just the I'm an introvert so just the alone time that I get with the Lord I feel like with quarantine I know it's not like we all struggle with quarantine but it, I feel like I have a lot more time in the mornings mm. for whatever reason I just feel like I have more time in the morning to spend time with God um, the challenges, I would say, is planning a wedding in COVID. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in April? Um, but I got I, the vaccine. Um, dude at my barbershop got the uh, vaccine. So if y'all want to get vaccinated real quick. So, yeah, that's a challenge, I think, uh, right now. And, yeah, so I would say that's, that's I mean, I, I, th- I thought about one more thing. Uh, anyway, if if it comes back to me, I'll say it. But Let yeah, me ask y'all this then, because you said something opening up, Adriana, just about how the church has done a good job and mm-hmm. also maybe, you know, have <laughs> have not done a good job, um, you know, just in this, in ministry and caring for um, singles. So... Um, before we came on air, uh, we kind of joked about I, me and our test was like, man, should we even be on this episode? Because we're married. I've been married four years. I remember being single, but so much has happened, and I have a just a bad memory of, of my singleness. Um, so, help, so remind us of just some of the challenges <laughs> or the struggles that that even the church has has made you um, suffer. <laughs> and your singleness. Strong words. I, I can go. <laughs> uh, who as the pastors are in the next room? Uh, um, no, I think some of the challenges um, is I really think sometimes uh, the church can treat singleness as like a sin mm. or as a disease mm. of like. You know, oh, we got to really, you know, take care of them. Like, we got to really do this and everything like that, which some people, you know, may agree or disagree with me on it of like, well, they want to be make sure they're not forgotten. But I'm like, okay, don't forget me, but don't forget me because I'm a person, not necessarily because of my singleness. Like, you know, and some people like they want those times of, oh, well, we're going to have an event after church for only the singles. I'm like why like in my opinion I'm like why like you know are y'all trying to connect us with somebody like is that the goal because the ratio here is probably not going to work out anyway so what's the point you know and so I think sometimes the church can treat singleness just like I said like a sin or like a disease that we just got to treat it Mm -hmm. you know we have to figure out how how can we you know make sure our singles (laughs) don't feel left out it's like (laughs) how can we marry them all right away right right right. like in the reality of like marriage might not be for everybody like not everybody's gonna get married and so speaking that truth of like don't treat me (laughs) differently because Mm -hmm. I'm single like 
treat me like anybody else you know at the same time so but also don't treat me like I'm, I'm supposed to be married or I am a married person even if I'm dating or whatever like yeah. you know care for me on my spiritual level not yeah. you yes. know yes yeah. Please. Please. Good. yeah I would just to emphasize that like as a single we have other sins other than lust I think mm-hmm. the church is always just like don't have sex don't have sex don't have sex. okay cool um how do I love the Lord with all my heart mind and soul right. and strength you know um, and so I think like you're like Justice was saying, like, look at me as a whole person, a whole human being. I may also be struggling with pride. I may also be struggling with, you know, laziness, you know, whatever right. it is. Um, there are other things. We, we're whole people. Yeah. We mm-hmm. are whole people. We are not lacking because we're single. Um, and That's I good. think just like like you said, just the let me treat this this issue and, and you know I, I think a lot of women have do you want to be married and it's just like first of all yes yeah. if the answer was no that would be cool too right but yes I want to be married there's nothing wrong with me this is just not the plan for God it, for my life right now right, right? Um, right. it's going to happen in God's timing and I need you to reassure me that okay? right like I don't need to be the one telling you it's okay that I'm single <laughs> right <laughs> or you can be like I, I'm I would be petty and tell you that I'm not gonna settle like you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. go that route. That's real. See, that's petty. that pride. That's that pride. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think just you know treating me like a whole human being, and um, I think another thing that's just just funny to me before before I got engaged, it was like every single person that they knew, I feel like they were going through their contact list wow. mm-hmm. and be like, "How about this guy? How about mm-hmm. this guy?" And like some, sometimes it was like it was kind of insult, like you you don't think I could do better than right. that? Right. <laughs> I gotta I gotta settle on you. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, he don't have a job right now, but you but, know, we working with uh, right. Yeah. Trusting the Lord that right. he's gonna get a job. Okay, you you can change his life around. Right. <laughs> that's not my life. burden. <laughs> <laughs> right. so I think it's just like, don't try to put me with every single person mm. in the world. And I think the last thing I would say, <laughs> I guess I got a few. <laughs> the last thing I would say is like, don't treat single people like they are like some kind of like vixens like sexual vixens mm. like um i can be around your married husband mm. yes and not want him like yes. nobody wants him but you <laughs> like that's the petty that's not the pride. <laughs> but it's just like this idea like oh she's a single woman so let's make sure she you know and it's just like no like mm-hmm. we're just looking for community um the mm. best thing you can do for us is just provide us that community right like, inviting us inviting me over to your house is great mm-hmm. like just just be the community be my brother and my sister in christ i would say and treat me as a whole person yes i think like even you even hearing you say that like reminds me of just even so much of what of what i was given and i remember like me and jay luckily made it to the um to the altar but Artez watched us date and Artez oh man Artez can remember (laughs) people look at me and jay now and like oh we're so happy (laughs) Yeah, we was the couple that broke up like every other weekend. Like we were, we broke up probably a hundred times, and I was the friend like, "Hey, yeah, I promise I ain't going back." Well, I promise I ain't. It's over, bro. Oh, like, hey, don't let me go back, Artez. Don't let me go back. I, I remember so many of these conversations, but now, like me and Jay talk about it, like, why was it so hard for us to date? Like, why was it so hard? And what we got at the church that we were at, like, kind of honestly going back um, to what you said about, like, the um, black women's um, being, it's like we were being 
discipled and molded to fit in like this one shoe fits all mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and we didn't fit like we didn't fit this mold mm-hmm. we different we came from a different background we came we have different baggage just different mm-hmm. just a different lifestyle and and honestly like we both were christians walking with the lord but we both struggled and even in our dating relationship because of the pressures that came from the you know saying church above so mm-hmm. man just talk about pressure one more thing so i remember <laughs> I was, so he's my fiance now y'all but we started off as friends and just like having a musical like talking sure. about music all the time i promise sure. y'all like because i i had a friend that was just like i think he likes you all this stuff we hung out and i was like girl that was the most platonic hangout i've ever had like this is about to just be a friend mm. And I remember we were having a conversation when we were clearing the, up the fact that we just wanted to be friends. And that conversation was outside of the church. Do you, you, I don't know if y'all remember this. We were standing outside at my car and I got like eight different text messages. I woke up from my church net with eight different text messages like, oh, what's going on? Uh, are y'all going to get married soon? Like, I mean, it's just like if, if two single people are hanging out and they go to coffee, they are not engaged. Mm. Yeah. Like, don't put that pressure on that couple immediately because um, <laughs> right. it can be it can be overwhelming you know what i'm saying and it can just be like i'm just trying to get to know this person and mm. i need to have freedom and not feel like i'm letting the church down right. if i don't you know yeah right, let me ask y'all this so like what so how has the church truly benefited you and your singleness and ministered to you and your singleness I would definitely say just being being the community, like just people inviting us, like inviting me over to their homes, Mm -hmm. um, going to community group, even if my community group may have gotten on my nerves that night, like that was a time that I was in the word and I was with the people of God, you know? Um, And so I think that's been super encouragement and encouraging and those people who just treated me as a whole human being. So Mm -hmm. not just like, what dates have you been on this last past week? It was actually like, how was your week? How was mm. work? How's your sister? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like being inquisitive and like really wanting to like do life with me. I think that has been great. Yeah. And then like in the dating process, uh, Michael and Serena have come alongside um, Brendan and I pretty early on. Like, cause I, I had to tell Michael like, hey, there's somebody in the church that I want to date. Like, is this okay? I work for the <laughs> church, you know? So from that, that point on, like he and Serena just mm. like, came alongside us and so he'll call Michael if he's going through like I'll call Serena um they've been holding us accountable when it comes to purity that's good that is something we need while we're dating for sure um so yeah I would say like being family and just the the wisdom that they have given us in this relationship I won't say like every married person don't just try to give out all the wisdom (laughs) you have because that could be a woman too but just like in this season, in this intentional discipleship, the wisdom that we have gotten, um, the premarital counseling that we're doing now, I feel like is so impactful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I honestly agree completely with you because I just know like going into being around different couples, like especially those couples who, you know, are very real about their relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it like exposes me. I'm like, oh man, maybe this ain't for me, you know? (laughs) But like that exposure that I need, you know, that I'm not falling for, okay, marriage only looks this way because this is what I see on social media or this is what, you know, I see just on the surface around me. But when I really get to be introduced to 
an actual couple who's are you know who are not hiding the hard parts for me like you know and I can appreciate that because it really helps not saying like oh if I was to get in a relationship it's gonna look exactly like this but saying that man this is there's underlining issues here that is like all right are you ready for this and I know the you know the truth behind like you'll never be ready for marriage like I've definitely heard that before um and I believe that but also kind of I need to know what I'm kind of walking into (laughs) a little bit and so yeah definitely like the church and just the community having community around that's gonna just kind of speak into um anything and that I can go to you know if if I was to ever start dating and like that I will have a couple or he, whoever who's going to help me um, just navigate relationship. Like mm-hmm. what is, what does this relationship looks like and things of that sort. So I completely agree with you on that. For sure. You brought up something that I would love our married brothers to speak to real quick. Okay. What's up? I think it's easy if you don't see the real of like people in relationship the and things real. like that. Yeah. Um, that you can have like this relationship idol yeah and even the church can kind of play into this idea like once you get married that's heaven yeah mm. well really no when you get to heaven that's heaven right, <laughs> you right, know, right. marriage is not the goal yeah. jesus is you know yes. so like can y'all kind of speak to that relationship idol and kind of what you have learned in marriage i say if anything you know being married has almost humble me in the sense that if I can go back and talk to my single self, there was some hard conversations I would have had because now that I'm in the real, it is my marriage. Um, I am seeing my sin. It's like, you know, maybe, you know, some stuff that I could have dealt with before I got married, maybe it would have looked different. So I think it's vital that our single brothers and sisters, you know, see the real, um, at the end of the day, because that's, uh, that's the most loving thing that we can do as a married couple um, to anybody in yeah. particular. And so uh, marriage don't fix you, you know. Um, it, it, it's definitely a, a, a tool that God used to sanctify you, make you look more like Jesus. Yeah. But who you are um, when you're single and when you get married, I mean, essentially a lot of your personhood is going to stay the same, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. it's like do the hard work now. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're being a blessing, if God willing, to your future spouse. But you just you just you're just being faithful to the Lord in general. So it's right. not like, hey, let me get myself together so you know this person can come pursue me or whatever. I can get in a relationship. No, it's it's simply because you're following the Lord, mm-hmm. and that person's going to benefit from you know your primary uh, devotion to Him and not your devotion to, hey, I'm just trying to get you know, cuffed up or I'm trying to get, you know, chose out here or whatever. Right. So, so anyway, I, if I can go back, I would have told the single Artez, hey, bro, you really need to be real with yourself yeah. and work on some things because you're being a blessing to your future spouse and your kids and you're being a blessing to the church. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably like one of the things I've learned, like, um, I think Ashley Gray told me is like the things that you are dealing with here and you take you're going to take that into your marriage. Mm-hmm. So why not deal with it here? It's mm-hmm. like what you were saying. And so that's something I've hold true to of like mm-hmm. not saying I'm dating or anything, but like whenever I do, it's like, OK, let's evaluate what's going on in my life. You know, is there anything I need to work on if I was to ever move forward with marrying somebody like yeah. it's not something I want to, you know, take into it. Not obviously saying like I'm going to be fixed, like yeah. you're saying, but. Yeah. I definitely want to work on myself this time. And that's definitely what I'm doing right now <laughs> in my singleness. That's why I say happily single. So. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And to like speak to like that, that idol or that image or that false image that you got of marriage. 
I know for me, I'm a 90s baby. <laughs> and me being a 90s baby, I grew up on Disney movies. Hmm. And uh-huh. I, I just remember like every Disney movie, some way or some form, was about finding your true love. Hmm. And oh, yeah. just this just this whole image of, you know, I gotta find the one mm-hmm. and just like that whole mindset, my soulmate, the right. one. And, and and really what that like taught me and trained me to think like was marriage was all about me. Um, my wife mm-hmm. is all about pleasing me. Even when people ask you like, what do you want in a wife? It's like, what do you want your wife to do for you? Right. Like nobody has ever said, what type of husband do you want to be? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for your on. wife. Y'all start asking that question. <laughs> right. We, we got all the conferences, all the everything for being a good wife. Yeah. But, sorry. And, but, like, but not really just like, I've had, I was told, I make a list of, of what your wife got to be and then pray for it. And then God go send you that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, now that I'm married, on the other side, it's just like, I feel the same thing Artez said. Like, what I was going through as a single, I was able to run and hide from my baggage and my problems mm-hmm. because I didn't have nobody in my face holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had roommates, but I can go in my room and close my door and not deal with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, now you married and it's like, like two people bringing out each other's sin, each other's insecurities, each other's past hurts. Like, that's, like... Like, that's a big thing, and I do think, um, just as what you said, like, Ben, yeah, uh, on both of y'all said, like, just been around other couples that that really helps you walk through that, um, getting that clear picture of, like, marriage is great, it's, it's a gift from God, but it's also hard work, mm-hmm. it's also um, painful, um, there will be tears cried <laughs> for the good and the bad, um, but, but yeah. Can I add one more thing? I just say the whole, you know, having uh, relationships with married couples, with single and single with married couples, I feel like, you know, my wife and I can say a lot of our good, close single friends bring us life. Mm. Like, not that, you know, our marriage are dull and all that, but it's just a sense of, it's a different life experiences. You know, singles typically have more time and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do different things. And, you know, even just to hear, you know, from a sister, how God has been blessing her walk, you know, and I'm like, man, I love that. So like you said, Adriana, it ain't just about, you know, where your boo at or who you date. Right. It's just about doing life, you right. know, and I'm not going to mention the sister name, but she like the honorary auntie, you know, for my kids. And so I love when she just pop up, you yeah. know, and just love on our kids and love on our family and sometimes ask us how we doing. Yeah. And so we built that relationship that she can sense, okay, I don't know if y'all being 100, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that authenticity, man, I think yeah. it's a blessing mutually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amen. So I know we're getting ready to close up on our time, but I would say I'll let you uh, answer first. Like if you had one Bible verse to kind of sum up the way this quarantine has been mm-hmm. <laughs> for you as a single person or what God has been showing you during this time, what would you say? Yeah, so I don't have one Bible verse, but like First Corinthians 1, 3 through 7, um, which ultimately just talks a lot about the comfort of or how God is comfort um, for mm-hmm. all things. And mm-hmm. I think right now with everything going on in the world, <laughs> from the, <laughs> the racism to the pandemic to Ooh. political stuff, like whatever it may be, and then you throw singleness in there as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like the Lord's 
the Lord is comfort because I do think as a single woman, you know, it's easy, almost easy to fall into that. Oh, well, I'm lonely. I don't have anybody in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all these different things, but obviously that's, that's not speaking truth or believing truth. And so knowing like my comfort comes from the Lord and I can yeah. rest in that. And just as Sergi was preaching this past Sunday, like it's all about peace. Like my peace isn't what I think he said, like my peace isn't dependent on my circumstances. My yeah. peace is dependent on, that is in the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that for me is where I've been like just fighting to stay at, um, yeah. to seeing that my comfort is in the Lord. I don't need a man to comfort me yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, like my comfort comes from the Lord. So, yeah. 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 Um, so I would say for me, it's been Matthew uh, six thirty three, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. I say that because um, before I got in, like the, la- the last year, my life changed changed like a lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> before um I met my fiance like and even when I met my fiance I didn't think we were gonna date so it's like I, before that I had like seven years of no prospects yeah when I say no <laughs> prospects I mean no prospects okay I tried bumble I did the thing like <laughs> no just it just wasn't working um especially like being celibate and trying mm-hmm. to be on both anyway um I know some sing- single people know what I'm talking about uh, <laughs> but like it it really I had gotten to the point where I was just like well Lord maybe like singleness is is my gift like that's what what's going to be my life let me be, be the cool aunt you know mm-hmm. <laughs> let me save up for these Christmas gifts for mm-hmm. my nieces that that thing um and then like Brennan came out of really nowhere mm-hmm. um and even like when I first met him I was like oh he's young whatever I'm not really trying to whatever but God completely so I guess um if I was even to encourage single people like he did come when I was serving the Lord we met at church yeah. I'm not saying that you're going to meet Yes, well, it's a church. I'm not saying that that's the ultimate goal at all, but I'm just saying, like, after that, that string of years of no prospects and, like, how my life has changed, like, and I didn't just gain, like, a fiancé. I gained a family in downtown church. Mm-hmm. Um, I gained so much when I decided to even say yes to the job at downtown church because I didn't think I was good enough to serve in ministry. So I just think, like, everything that's good in my life truly has come from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep on even remembering that as I go into marriage, I don't want to make marriage an idol. So it's just like, mm-hmm. let me seek God yeah. first. Like, this has to be my my. That's good. Yeah. That's real. Um, as we wrap up, guys, the, the phrase for the day, after hearing these two women speak, <laughs> mm. He may not come when you want him. Hey. hey. <laughs> but he's going to be there right on time. Hey, there it is. And, guys, th- thank you, Justice, again for joining us. Thank you, Adrian, as always. Thank you, Ho- Hollywood, for holding down the, <laughs> the media and the keyboard and all that stuff. And, y'all, this is Take One Podcast, and we are out.